0: All right, Angel DiCarlo and Kevin Downey back with you here. And, Kevin, uh, can you imagine retiring as the Notre Dame women's basketball coach during a pandemic? And um, what a difference that makes uh, for you. But it doesn't seem like Muffet's really been in retirement the way she's been so active in our community. Well, she's always so active, Um one of the neat things about uh, Muffet, I guess, is just how involved in the community uh, she is. So I remember being a teacher at St. Joe and actually having um, her son in class. Uh, she's just involved with the community, so it's, it's really great. Uh, you had Murph in class? I did. Uh, what kind of... Uh, I think I, I was a... It, Catholic schools, you get assigned random jobs, so I... <laughs> I uh, I was a 10th period PE teacher, even though I didn't have a PE degree. I never figured that out. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Did uh, h- How was he as a PE student? I always loved Murphy. He's a great kid. Oh, yeah. He was great. Great kid. He's, great personality. Now he's a... grown man Uh, All right. so Muffet of course led Notre Dame to a national championship in 2001-2018 caught many by surprise in April when she announced she was retiring, Neil Ivey taking over as head coach, Muffet has been busy, she's organized a ton of food drives both locally and now nationally started as just something to do in the pandemic and it's grown so much bigger, she's also teaching a class at Notre Dame, I spoke with Muffet this week about her acts of service becoming a professor and retirement Talk about a retirement. You've been, uh, even in a retirement in a pandemic, you've been awfully busy. I remember when we talked to you back when the pandemic started, you were starting to do some food drives in your neighborhood. You've continued that. You've even now made a national campaign with Meals and Muffet. Uh, Just take us through how wild uh, this has been for you in quote unquote retirement.
1: Well, you know, it's funny because who expected I would retire and then spend the next six months in my house, you know. Um, so I really wanted to do something to help the community, and I kept hearing things on TV about the food shortages. I was worried about the school kids, how they're going to get their lunches if they're not in school. And so I just decided to start a food drive in my neighborhood, and then I branched out to a few others, and, and then I got other people to help me. And I think any time I started a conversation with where do you live, People started to get nervous because I was going to ask them to help me do something. Um, But I've done 30 food drives, and I've collected over 20,000 pounds of food. So it's been kind of an incredible uh, time. I, I really enjoyed helping out in the community. And then our alumni director, Dolly Duffy, her daughter decided to do a food drive in their neighborhood. And then suddenly, Dolly got the idea that maybe this would be something for the alumni clubs across the country to participate in. So we kind of issued a challenge. This is Hunger Action Month, and let's see what we can collect in the month of September across the country, just, you know, for your own food banks. Um, we're just kind of keeping a running total. And we are at 100,000 pounds and $32,000. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's, that's amazing. How, how, how proud does that make you feel, Coach, to get that many people involved? And we still got some days left here in September to get even more uh, uh, pounds donated.
1: Yeah, we do. I've got one myself this Saturday. So I I am just so thankful for the response that we've gotten, for the generosity of the people in this community, as well as across the country. I think people want to do something to help. Nobody knew what to do or how to do it. Some people maybe would want to participate, but didn't want to organize it. So I'm just so thankful that um, so many people have come out and supported this.
0: You know, one of the things uh, when I was talking to Mike Golick Jr. on our show two weeks ago, I asked him about, um, you know, his Catholic faith and education and how it impacted him. And one of the things he mentioned was service. You know, it always reminded me of the importance of service. And and it feels like that's probably something that's hidden home for you right now, the importance of of service, something you always did as a coach. But now with a little bit more time on your hands, being more hands on uh, with with this food drive. am, Am I on the right
1: track? That is exactly right. And I feel like, you know, I'm in a position where I've been so blessed and I've given, been given so much and especially from the people in this community, how they have embraced our program and and just come out and supported us. And I've always liked the idea of giving back and service is something that, you know, everybody can do. It just takes your time. It doesn't cost anything and it does so much good for the community. So I've always felt that service was an important component. I love that they, you know, some of the schools have community service as part of their curriculum. In fact, we had some St. Joe girls at our last food drive out helping to pick up the food just to get involved.
0: Absolutely. Muffin McGraw, the former head coach, still gets gets me, I almost said current I do head too. coach. <laughs> <laughs> former head coach of the Notre Dame women's basketball team joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. So, I mean, it's hard to gauge what retirement's been like, I imagine, when it's coming during a pandemic. But what have what has it been like for you not being around uh, basketball as much as you would obviously be around it right now?
1: Well, you know, I think the interesting thing is that there hasn't been a lot of basketball. So this summer there was no recruiting because we weren't allowed to go into gyms. Everything was kind of virtual we were watching games online. So I don't think that it really hit me, you know, like I watched be sitting in a gym right now where everybody else is. So I think the fact that even practice is, is hardly going on, it's just getting started. And that's what I'm going to miss. You know, I'm just going to miss being around the team, being around the staff. Uh, I did love practice. I couldn't wait to get in the gym every day. And so I don't know what it's going to be like this year watching. It's probably good that we're thinking maybe no fans for a while uh, because that will alleviate some of uh, some of my stress.
0: <laughs> back in uh back in april when you announced your retirement i don't think any of us necessarily thought you know come september october basketball season we'd still be in the position we we're in um uh, is there is there a little sense of relief that you did retire when you did so that uh it's neil's problem now to have to deal
1: <laughs>
0: with, with all the yeah. with all the hurdles of, of 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 covid and everything uh rather than uh you having to deal with it right now
1: well matt and i that's kind of our motto right now like not our problem anymore uh we we can relax but honestly i that's part that i would miss i would miss speaking out right now as one of the coaches across the country that's saying here's what i think we need to do here's what the acc should be looking at and and i guess i could still do it but not being in it um you know i don't feel like i'm close enough to really see everything that they're thinking about but I kind of miss the strategy of of those kinds of things of figuring out where are we going. I'm still on two NCA committees. One is the competition committee, and we will be talking about that. and i'm I'm happy to be a part of that, but it is nice to sort of sit back and not worry about recruiting and official visits aren't happening. And what about how do you get kids to campus and what other creative ways can you have? We're trying to figure out how to attract them to Notre Dame. That part of it. I'm 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 happy to be out of that part.
0: <laughs> you know, I didn't properly introduce you. I guess I should have called you Professor McGraw, or is it Professor Muffet? What are we going by <laughs> now that you're teaching classes over I, at Notre Dame?
1: I uh, I actually asked them to call me Coach McGraw because I was in the hallway. Um, before classes started, and a, and a student came up and said, uh, excuse me, are you on the faculty? And I said, no, I'm not. And then I was like, wait a minute. Yes, I am. I'm on the faculty. I I love it. I'm teaching a class called Sports Management, How Leaders Help Teams Flourish. And so I feel like after 40 years of working with teams, I feel like I have, you know, some good experience, but not a lot of academic type background. So it's really been, uh, it's really been fun. I've got 10 athletes in the class, 10 grad students, 10 undergrads, and I'm thoroughly enjoying my new chapter.
0: I would think you probably have a PhD in uh, sports management. I'm just going <laughs> to venture a guess. What's been, what's been the tough what, what's been the tough cha- toughest challenge though for you uh, having, having to be a teacher in a different way? Obviously you've always been a teacher, you know, as a coach, you're a teacher, mm-hmm. but uh, being in the classroom, as you said, as the academic side, what's been the toughest challenge?
1: Well, you know, I've I've done so much homework, which I'm I'm used to doing that in preparation for the season, but it's, it's been difficult to kind of assess how long is this going to take? How much discussion will we have? What do I need to prepare for? How many classes? I have a lot of guest speakers lined up so that I, you know, I would have some help early on. They have a lot of projects to do, but, but then assessing each person, um, how do you give a test on something like this? You know, what, what are your, what are your thoughts on this and that? And it's been kind of subjective and the students, are phenomenal. I mean, they are really. They're bright. They're articulate. Uh, they they just have great ideas. So it's it's going to be difficult to grade them because I don't want to be that easy A professor. I want I want them to learn something from the class.
0: I would say your uh, former players better would probably say you better not be the easy A <laughs> professor because you probably they probably didn't view you as that when you were coaching them.
1: They would be shocked to hear that I was giving out an easy A for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Muffet McGraw, former Notre Dame women's basketball coach, joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. Coach, when we hopefully, finally get out of the pandemic, we're back to normal, whenever that ends up being, what else are you hoping to do? Like, are you guys hoping to travel the world? What What, what are some of the plans that you and Matt want to do in, in retirement uh, once this pandemic is all over?
1: We probably would travel a little bit. You know, we were going to go to Ireland uh, this past year. I had some clinics set up over there, and uh, you know, around the football game. so it was going to be a lot of fun. But I think just the ability to pick up and go when we want is what the difference is. You know, not saying, oh, well, can't do anything from October through April. You know, we're we're pretty booked. But now we're thinking we might enjoy Christmas a little differently this year and. Um, So I I think traveling for sure. I want to continue the involvement in the community. That's something that I'm really passionate about too. I've just always wanted to, to be able to make a difference in some small way and maybe get other people thinking about it. And, And that's what the people that have done these food drives with me, they're, they're so excited to be helping and, they really want to do more. And I, I th- I'd like to kind of galvanize and maybe mobilize the community in a little different way so that when people want to do some sort of volunteer, they can just go to this site and say, oh, here's what's available. Here's, here's all these people that are looking for volunteers because so many people do want to help
0: meals with muffet.nd.edu if you want to support the um efforts of coach McGraw here during this uh Hunger Action month uh coach do you have any uh, fun stories at all from uh any of these food drives so far that something that maybe stood out um over the 30 food drives that you've done
1: well i did have one <laughs> experience where I went up to grab something off someone's porch and got halfway back to my car before I realized it was a delivery from Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) There's no food in here. (laughs) All I kept thinking was if they have one of those, um, you know, cameras that was going to say, here's Coach McGraw, stealing my packages. Uh, So after that, I was a lot more careful. (laughs) That's
0: hilarious. Uh, You know, uh, I... I can't get over that one. That's pretty good. Uh, You know, I asked you this after I interviewed you once you announced uh, retiring. But, uh, you know, now with a couple of months uh, to look back on it, I'm still curious. If the pandemic doesn't happen, are you still the coach at Notre Dame or do you think you still would have ultimately retired?
1: Oh, I think I would have ultimately retired. I, I was ready. You know, 40 years is a long time to be in one job and to have that single-minded focus of just that. And I've always wanted to do other things and never really felt like I had the time. And then certainly getting more involved in promoting women and advocating for women. And I can continue to do that. And that was what my big worry was, where, you know, how will I be able to do that? I don't have a platform anymore. So I've, I've been excited to see the speaking opportunities are still happening and plenty of plenty of things I can do.
0: And then how, good of a job do you expect uh, Nielle to do in in the new role as the face of the program?
1: Well, she's going to be terrific. She was such a an, an, – the perfect choice, really. I mean, she fits everything. And she kind of was the face of our program in terms of recruiting. So for all the student-athletes out there looking at us, uh, she was somebody that they all knew about and looked to. And I, I'm so excited for the future and where we're going. She started right off with recruiting, uh, signed or at least got commitments from There's a very exciting uh, front class that we brought in as well as what what will come in in the future. I think Notre Dame is going to be back up there in the Elite very soon.
0: Coach, thank you very much, and best of luck with all these food drives, and and enjoy retirement a little bit, okay?
1: Hey, maybe I'll be in your neighborhood next.
0: (laughs) That's a possibility. We'll be happy to have you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Muffin McGraw, the legendary former women's basketball coach in Notre Dame. Mealswithmuffet.nd.edu if you want to chip in on the national food drive that she's hosting. And locally, it's been 20,000 pounds that she's raised, uh, and 100,000 pounds on the national level. Pretty impressive. Very impressive. And again, the service and the timeliness during the pandemic and COVID and all the shutdowns, you know, there are a lot of people that really need help. And A lot of people that want to help, so it's so neat that she was able to to put all that together to help the community. And most importantly, luckily, she did not uh, grab that one pound of Amazon (laughs) box and take that with her as well.
1: Redeemer Radio's Tune In For All In virtual fundraiser is still in full swing. Make your donation today and become a part of our mission to joyfully share the gospel message. For a limited time, Tim Didier Meats will donate a turkey to the Franciscan Center for every $120 donation. The turkeys are distributed to people in need for Thanksgiving. So donate today by calling or texting GIVE to 260-436-9598 or go to RedeemerRadio.com.